Does the Captain Marvel trailer get an 11 out of 10 for punching an old woman in the face? It absolutely does in this double trailer review episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hey everyone, welcome to Cheerful Ghost Radio. My name is Travis, and for this episode, I'm joined by... Tim. And Dusted John Dotson. And welcome to a special short episode where we're going to be talking about the new Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame trailers that dropped recently. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. So yeah, these uh, trailers dropped a couple days apart, a week or two back, and uh, took this internet by storm. John, what did you think about these trailers? Yeah, so I loved the Endgame trailer. Um, It seems, to me, it's the perfect follow-up to Infinity War, because Infinity War had a really morose and dark ending. It's actually a pretty <laughs> dark film all the way through. And so the trailer is a perfect thematic tie. And my guess, though, even though that trailer is very similar to the tone of the last one, it's like, remember this? Remember how that movie made you feel? Um, my guess is actually the actual film isn't going to be as dark as Infinity War. I think they're going to try to punch it up a little bit. Well, hopefully they do anyway, but... I really, really enjoyed the Endgame trailer. I can't wait to see it. I I absolutely can't. Um, As far as the Captain Marvel trailer, this is the one that... So I don't... I'm not a Marvel... A huge Marvel fan. I I hadn't read really a lot of the comic books. So for me, like, the idea of Captain Marvel as a film was was really interesting. Um, I like that they're kind of bringing a more Superman-esque... In terms of powers character, obviously, it's not a man. And, uh... I was really surprised by this trailer. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, Carol uh, Danning, is that her name? Carol uh, Danvers, right? Danvers, right. Carol Danvers, yeah. right. I think her powers are cool. I think that um, they bring in sort of this RoboCop, like, you know, mystery of her life and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it's really neat to see Samuel L. Jackson come back into the MCU. I know he's been taking a break for a while. It just really hasn't been in a lot of films it was at the end of Infinity War, which ties it to um, Captain Marvel. So that's really cool. So, yeah, I, I, I really liked Captain Marvel a lot and uh, can't wait to see it. Yeah, I thought the Ed Game trailer was really, really good. Uh, it looks so cool. Um, and, you know, I, I did see some people complained a little bit that it seemed a little dark for the, the MCU. But uh, it's pretty the trailer fitting. or Infinity War. Um. <laughs> I, I guess both. Yeah, um, I mean, because you're like upset. At, you'd have to be upset at Infinity War too. Then, obviously, I think. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine but I mean, seeing it, Infinity War, then seeing this trailer and thinking, "Wow, that was too dark." Yeah. <laughs> what the well, I think it's, yeah. I think some people are a little concerned that maybe they're going to go too much like the DC universe, where everything no. is so needlessly uh, dark. But I at don't least, think that's. Happening. I, I think Marvel has earned, you know, this uh, a sort of a darker movie right now. Just. Because, you know, all the other movies aren't as dark or brooding or or all that shit. So it's and they've set the stakes high enough that it makes sense for it to be a little bit dark. 
Um, so yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I like the, the tone. I think they've, they've earned it. I am scared of which MC characters are going to be dead for real and not, you know, cause obviously most of them are coming back. <clears throat> There's no way they're leaving Spider-Man dead or Dr. Strange dead or any of these other ones where we know they already have a sequel planned. But um, I am concerned that maybe like some of the the OG Avengers, like uh, my my top bets are on either Iron Man or Captain America dying for real. But um, I don't know. We'll see. As for Captain Marvel, uh, the trailer looks really cool. Uh, but this is a character that I literally know nothing about. Like I've never read any of the comics. I don't think Captain Marvel has shown up in any of the animated shows you know, that I would have watched as a kid. Uh, I tried reading some like Wikipedia articles on the character to kind of like get prepared for the movie. And as with every comic book character, it's super convoluted and some areas are really problematic. So I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to try and go in with as blank of a slate as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good plan because yeah, you go on Wikipedia and try to read a character history and you got to wonder you know, which character history do I need to be worrying about here? Because they've retold these stories like 20 times over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I um pretty much agree with what you guys are saying. I know very little about Captain Marvel, but the first teaser that we got for Captain Marvel didn't really wow me all that much. This second one really did. I'm looking forward to it way more now than I was. And yeah, it's always good to see Nick Fury back, and I'm really looking forward to seeing a young Phil Coulson when he shows up. Uh, they kind of left his Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spoilers incoming here. They kind of left his fate a little unknown at the end of last season. So um, it's nice to know that we'll see him at least once more in this movie. But yeah, the endgame trailer was just it seems like they're trying to telegraph Hey, look, Tony's about to die. So I'm kind of wondering if that's a bait and switch and he's going to live. And I mean, my my two picks for who was most likely to be perma dead were Tony or Captain America so or both, maybe. But yeah, we'll see. Like you said, there's no way they're going to leave everybody dead. I imagine everybody who went out with the snap will be back. But then I guess people who go out trying to reverse the snap are still going to be gone. But yeah, I thought the the tone and everything for the Endgame trailer was great. It didn't really give you anything plot-wise. It was just all kind of setting up the mood of the movie. And I really like that. I don't I don't like trailers giving you too much information. I mean, we know that Hawkeye is back and is really pissed off now, which is kind of cool after not seeing him. I've kind of wondered if he was just being benched in the last movie, but now he's back. Looks That's- like Hawkeye hasn't gotten a lot of sleep either. No, um, I'm imagining he lost some people in the snap. Yeah, maybe his whole family. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. Because, you know, the reason he went off the grid was because of his family. And now he's back and not looking too great. So I imagine he lost some some people, if not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to both of them and love the trailers. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. So, we all like to watch these 
Marvel movies and Star Wars movies and any kind of geeky movies as soon as we can. Do you guys think you're going to see it the first night or the first week at least? Uh, my answer for both Captain Marvel and Avengers is uh, that I have small children and so I can't go opening night. But if not for that, I would totally be there opening night, midnight showing. Um, as it is, I'll probably go see them opening weekend as soon as I can get a babysitter put together. Yeah. So same, same boat as Tim. <laughs> um, got a, got a, got a little, little tyke there. Can't take him to these movies cause don't want to blow up his little baby brain right now or a small, small, small child brain. Um, so the, the fun thing is that my wife has purposefully not seen infinity war yet, actually. So she's seen every movie all the way up to it. Black Panther, Thor, Ragnarok, all, like Spider-Man, all that. So she's so she's caught up. She just didn't want to watch Infinity War to have that morose ending and then have to wait a whole year with that sort of negative down note. So her strategy is that she doesn't know anything about it. So her strategy is, is what we're going to do is set up a time that we're going to watch it together in the theater, the uh, end game, obviously. And then we're going to watch Infinity War the night before. Right. So we have to schedule something with my mom or my sister, or one of our babysitters or whatever. So, um, yeah, I imagine we'll probably go see it opening week and we'll probably schedule it for one of those fancy theaters or whatnot. And uh, as far as Captain Marvel, probably opening week, because, again, I don't know if we could do um, the evening thing. And uh, again, I will definitely go see that with my wife. So I would probably go opening night, but I just really don't think I'll be able to swing that but very, very soon. No question about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um, I tend to really not like opening night anymore. When I was younger, I loved it. But I'm just kind of like, ah, stay away from those crowds these days. So I st- I'll still definitely watch it sometime in the f- both of them sometime in the first week. But I and it kind of depends on when we record, because, you know, if we're recording soon after it premieres, I'll want to get it there quicker but yeah i just kind of try to stay away from the crowds as much as possible in my mid-30s here now i will point out that uh that like crowds used to be an issue but uh all the theaters around me have assigned seating now yes so it's like a magical thing man so so much so much nicer so yeah the crowds are a lot easier to manage if uh i i know i don't have to like fight for a seat when i get there I I will agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, even just like staying and sitting in the, the, um, lobby and then lining up and everything, that's just like, uh, I don't know what it is these days, but it just stresses me out. So if you guys could pick one of these movies to watch right now, just magically pick one of these and see it immediately. Tim, which one would you pick? Well, if I had to pick from these two, I'll say... I'll say Captain Marvel, because I feel like I'd accidentally get some spoilers for Captain Marvel if I go into Endgame first. Yeah. John, your choice. Endgame, Endgame, Endgame. And that's Beetlejuice (laughs) rule, so that means I have to get it right now. So, (laughs) thousand percent. And you're totally right, Tim. I would get spoilers. But that would be fine, because I want that movie. I would would own it right now on 4K, if I could, right this second. Um, Infinity War is the first Marvel movie I've loved, loved, loved. Probably, I mean, Iron Man was the first one that I really thought was the great. And Infinity War, I love it. I love how dark it is. I love 
how morose it is. I would have watched it like five times already, except I don't want to keep watching it every couple weeks because I don't want it to lose its effectiveness. I want to love it a lot. So I'm like <laughs> rationing my ability to watch it. Um, but end game. Totally. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I kind of don't want to get this. I kind of feel like it's you're on episode 15 or whatever of a TV show. And it's, you're asking if you want to see episode 16 or 17 next, I, I would pick captain Marvel because that's the order they're telling the story in, and I don't want to really miss out on something. So yeah, I'm I'm with Tim on that one. I appreciate you being correct with me, yeah, and not wrong <laughs> like John. I'm so happy to be wrong because it'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. Yeah. Now, if this was, I could pick any superhero movie to watch. You know, magically, I would have to go with the Nicolas Cage Superman movie that never got made because. Oh man. Oh, my God. I wish that actually happened. <laughs> I had no idea that was on the table of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't help but bring that up when I saw this question. I was like, I have to work in a reference somewhere what, in here. <laughs> wasn't Kevin Smith slated to do a Superman movie, too, yeah. at some point? I, I think, think that might have been the same one. Like the. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a different iteration of it. But they were trying to make a Superman movie for years with all kinds of different people attached to it. So, yeah, now that we've uh, been sitting with Infinity War for a while, you know, we've had a few different episodes about it, talking about it. But now we've had some months between then and now. And now we've got these new trailers. What do you guys want out of these movies? John, what do you want about out of Captain Marvel and Endgame? Start with Endgame because I think that's the easiest for me. It, it, they're, they're filmed Infinity War and Endgame at the same time. So I'm going to get Endgame's going to be pretty much what I think I loved about Infinity War. And they're going to you know do something a little bit different, but uh, tonally probably, but I'll still probably love it. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to get what I wanted of that, which is Infinity War Part 2. Um, and I think what uh, Marvel wants more than what I want is um, the starting point for a really healthy <laughs> next, you know, round of films. Right. So I think they're going to try to do some really interesting stuff there. Now, of course, my question that I had when we watched Infinity, when we reviewed Infinity War, I don't know how many times we reviewed it on the, on Triple Ghost Radio, but was uh, now what are they going to do for their big, you know, summation, right? With Thanos mm-hmm. 2 again? I don't know. You know what I mean? Who are they? What are they going to do? What's going to be bigger than this? I don't know. I'm sure they're thinking about it a little bit. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of comic book material for them. But uh, and in terms of what the Captain Marvel film is, you know, what would be really nice, I think, for that is maybe um, sort of breaking out of the superhero formula a little bit. So Captain Marvel's bat, you know, the big bad in Captain Marvel isn't just another Captain Marvel, different colored. So I suppose Um, it would also be kind of neat if if they didn't ice Captain Marvel like they iced um, Captain America to bring her into the future, if they did something else, um, my actually now that I'm just recording this and thinking about it, it just came up to me like hopefully it's time travel. Actually, hopefully she um, goes into the future. That would actually be really clever. Uh, if they did that uh, instead of just icing her in some way, because at least then that would be like, oh, well, 
you know, uh, you know, makes sense why she didn't uh, intervene in when, you know, when in the first Avengers movie, <laughs> right? Because why wouldn't she have, right? It, it was a, it was a problem. Could I, could I use some help there? Yeah. If Nick Fury had a, a direct line to page Captain Marvel, you know, why wasn't, yeah. uh, why wasn't he calling her in during the first invasion? <sighs> right. And so if she fast forwarded to the future, that would make sense or something. But my, my, yeah. So I'm curious about that, but yeah, I guess those are the things that I, I would I would like. And I think they're going to hang uh, a lot of the MCU on Captain Marvel. And it looks like the space aspect of um, the MCU. So I think even more than that, I'm also curious how they're going to handle Guardians of the Galaxy, because now with James Gunn out for Guardians yeah. 3, um, where are those characters going? I, I have no idea. I don't even know if Infin- I don't even know if Endgame can even address that. But I am really curious because Guardians 2 is beautiful and I would love a Guardians 3 that was just as beautiful. I, I don't know. I guess those are my questions. But again, that's so much on the Russo brothers to do that. I, I don't know if they could. They, they just need to make Endgame a great movie. You know, they, you know. Yeah. And with James Gunn out, I'm not even like with the distaste some of the actors had with that whole situation. I'm not sure that Guardians 3 is even going to happen at this point. I really hope yeah, it does. Yeah, last I heard it was uh, basically on hold yeah. as of right now indefinitely Indefinite while they try and figure hiatus. out what they're going to do. Which really stinks so, because they um, left all the Guardians in such a... Well, I mean, they're going to probably unsnap them in Endgame, but yeah. I turns don't out lose that. everybody gets unsnapped except the Guardians and they're just kind of like, oh, whoops. Oh, well, yep. <laughs> you guys were talking about permadeath. I think that there are clearly are a couple characters that are permanently gone and that's Loki um, at least. So, yeah, I mean, because he he died before the, the whole. Yeah. Thing. And Heimdall. Yep. And uh, yeah, Gamora is kind gone. of a 50 50, I think. I think that's less of a 50-50 because she was actually talking to Thanos from the soul realm or wherever he was at. All mm. I know is uh, my boy Korg, he uh, he better be okay. Yeah, where, where <laughs> was Korg during all that? So apparently, according to um, the Russo brothers, the Korg and um, the Valkyrie and I forget her name. Anyways, the, all those guys like escaped. Oh, okay. Good enough, then. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the Russo brothers thinking we've got like 83 main characters in this. We need to cut a few of them down. Have these guys go escape somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I um, from crap Captain Marvel, what I really want out of that is kind of ties into the rest of the universe because, you know, it takes place earlier with a younger version of S.H.I.E.L.D., younger characters, and it deals with some of the space stuff like you said i think we see ronan in one clip of the trailer so yeah they have so many different avenues to tie things in and i love when movies can do that really well and i'd also like to know where they end up with her at the end of the movie because why is she not on earth when all this stuff is going down why isn't she you know part of the avengers already and you know it's clear that nick fury has communications with her directly so She's somewhere that can be contacted, so she must be doing something pretty dang important to not be there. So looking forward to knowing more about that. But as for um, Endgame, really, I just want more of the Infinity War story. I mean, it's an unfinished story. 
naturally. So I just wanted them to finish that out. I don't really have a lot of specifics about what I want from it. I just, I'm really looking forward to the rest of that story. Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. Um, aside from what you guys have already said, John sort of mentioned a little bit that, uh, you know, he wants Endgame to sort of introduce what's going to happen next, you know, with the, the Marvel Universe. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. It feels like we're getting up to like a like a, the season finale or like series finale yeah. of a TV show. Like it feels like a natural conclusion. Like they, if they really wanted to, which obviously Disney does not, they <laughs> no. could stop the Marvel universe with this movie and it would be considered a, you know, an appropriate conclusion. Obviously Disney is going to keep making these movies until we're all dead, you know, <laughs> and then some, so that's not going to happen. And I imagine they're probably going to try and work in like uh, the fantastic four and the X-Men. Now that Disney bought those IPs. So, uh, you know, I, I guess it would be kind of cool if we saw mutants start uh, making an appearance, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in Endgame or Captain Marvel. Um, so, hmm, yeah, it, I guess uh, I'd like to see the, at least something mentioned or like the word mutant mentioned somewhere in there just to kind of start uh, setting the stage for when the X-Men start entering the MCU. Yeah, and I... <laughs> I would be kind of okay with them just not making any more movies titled Avengers something, you know, just kind of put the Avengers to bed for at least a few years, you know, and let some of these other properties build themselves up because I doubt we're going to get a ton more single movies like the, the, we probably won't get more Iron Man or more Captain America. We've already got the kind of trilogy of those. So, you know, give, all these other ones some time to build up and maybe have different teams other than the Avengers. I think um, just some fresh ideas would be good. Uh, I don't think they're getting stagnant by any means, but you know, just to kind of head that off. I'm not sure if the, uh, the Fox deal, they haven't really merged the studios. And from what I was reading, there's like still some legalities and stuff they're trying to keep separate for the time being. I kind of wonder when that will be fully resolved and they can integrate everything that they want. I think they said they were going to take some time before they pulled the X-Men in because they're still, they still have their own universe going with the, the first class chronology and then Deadpool kind of doing their own thing. But Deadpool could really just bridge all of he that. He could just in show a, up yeah, in yeah. any of the movies. Pretty much. And he's the only character where it would make sense for him to do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, you know, this this whole arc was leading up to the Thanos battle. Maybe Deadpool is somehow the key to everything in the second one. <laughs> Deadpool is the key to all this. We just need yes. to cue that link that I pass around about Jar Jar Binks. And- yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, at the when end anyone of uh, Deadpool says 2, where he's uh, time traveling back and like, you know, murdering his past selves and stuff right. like that. Turns out he accidentally reboots the universe again. And now he's in the MC universe. Oh, God, that would be brilliant. That would be great. <laughs> hey there. 
This is John Dotson from Cheerful Ghost Radio, and thanks for listening to the show. If you like what we're doing here and want to help support us, I encourage you head over to Cheerful Ghost and click the heart at the top of the page. You can help us fund the important work of this podcast and Cheerful Ghost by supporting us on Patreon, which is a site for funding the things you love. If you fund us at a member level, you get awesome benefits on Cheerful Ghost, so head over, find out one funding level works for you, and support Cheerful Ghost today. So head over to CheerfulGhost.com, click the heart, and support us on Patreon. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show and thanks for listening.